this is just something that we haven't seen in quite quite many years. Uh, and that's a very active, big contract free agency. And think about it. Like a few years ago, especially with, with COVID that hit uh, and owners claiming poverty, they were not looking to sign guys to big contracts. And even a little bit beforehand, you had the agents accusing the owners as kind of collaborating here and, and, uh, you know, basically refusing to play players, anything of their, their market value. Remember that whole big thing. And and because of that, we did see, you know, longer negotiations and, and, and it took a longer time for guys to sign. Some guys refused to sign and would wait, into a certain point of midway through the season. We've seen that. Um, so it was just something that over the, those you know, three, four years or so, and then with COVID again, you did not see a huge active kind of free agency or, or big years, big dollars kind of coming out. And now this year, I guess with the new CBA, everything back in full swing, it, you, this is the first time in a while we're seeing some monster contracts that are coming out. And again, you start with like 11 year, uh, $300 million contract that Trey Turner signed with the Phillies. Uh, the Padres were one of those teams that offered judge the contract. I mentioned the, the, the giants in the last segment, but it came out that the most money that judge was offered was not by the giants or the Yankees. It was by the Padres. They offered him nine years, $400 million, uh, that, that he turned down. So, you know, but they they so desperate to try to go. They tried to big money at Trey Turner as well, uh, and he decided to get out of California, come to the East Coast again, uh, and and, and sign that three hundred million dollar contract with the Phillies. But you know, Padres throw out a lot of money at Bogarts and give him two hundred and eighty million over eleven years. Obviously, Judge nine years, three hundred sixty million. Uh, the Red Sox sign that yo. Shioda, Shida, whatever, you know, I'll learn his name when he, when he starts playing some games, I promise. Uh, but he got $90 million, and a lot of, a lot of uh, scouts are saying, I don't know if he was worth $90 million, uh, you know, over five years. DeGrom getting paid $37 million per year over five years of $185 million. Uh, Verlander getting paid $86 million over two years. So that's over $42, $43 million. You know, some big, big contracts here. You know, Montero with the Astros getting $34 million, And then Edwin Diaz getting $102 million over five years. We talked about that contract because that's kind of the Bobby Bonilla kind of deal where that's going to be stretched out over, you know, 2,040-something. So it is, uh, you know, a very active free agency. Some huge contracts for some of these, these big-time free agents. You know, players, Contreras uh, with the Cardinals, five years, $87 million. Bobby Obreu with the Astros, three years, $58 million. Uh, so it, it is something that we have not seen in quite some time. You know, these nine, 10-year type contracts, 11 years. I mean, two guys got 11 years on a contract. That's, that's pretty crazy. Uh, so it's been an active free agency, and, and it's been an active time for it. You know, everybody kind of signing – now and here in December, and there's still some big names out there. Carlos Rondon, uh, you know, a, a, uh, Andrew Benditendi, um Who else is out there, man? There, there's, there's still several guys and so much trying to keep up with uh, that, you know, are looking for the these 
you know, new places, these new teams. Um, you know, so there's still some guys out there on the market that can be signed. I know the Mets brought Brandon Nemo back, so he was somebody that was that was mentioned. Uh, he got an eight-year deal too, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so some big years, big dollar sign contracts uh, that that we have not seen in a while. Uh, so it's made it kind of fun. Free agency has been kind of fun to follow and see all these these names go uh, to different places. And I, you know, I know right now uh, Dansby Swanson is the local guy here in Braves country that everybody's kind of wondering about. And, and it looks like based off of this market, everybody that's getting some uh, big dollar contracts, you know, he should be getting the nice little payday uh, as well, whether that comes from the Braves or from another market, uh, you know, with, you know, the potential of, of teams like the Dodgers that, you know, lost straight Turner might need needing a shortstop. Maybe they go more aggressively after uh, a Dansby Swanson. You know, uh, I still, Feel my guts telling me that he'll uh, is is probably going to remain a brave. I, I I have a lot of trust in, in Thopolis and and think he is an outstanding um, an outstanding GM. And I, I think he I think he gets back to Ansby Swanson. I know a lot of brave fans I talked to are a little worried about that uh, and kind of want them to get a little active here in the free agency. But I mean, you know, that there's big dollars coming out and guys because of that can kind of fish around and see. Uh, where, where the best deal is uh, for them. So it, it kind of feels like an old free agency that I was used to. Uh, you know, the last four or five years, you might get one guy that gets a big deal, but th- th- this is pretty much everybody that was a free agent has gotten, a, you know, Jamison Tyone, uh, you know, quite frankly, is not a terrible pitcher, but, you know, he got $86 million over four years and, you know, he's a guy that benefited from a lot of run support with the Yankees this past season. The Cubs signed him, and like I said, he's not the worst, but I don't think he's he's quite worth that much money per year. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Cody Bellinger, a former MVP guy, got $17 million a one-year deal. Um, you know, so that's not bad to cash in for $17 million. Uh, so it feels like the way that it used to be. It feels like the way it used to be. And... You know, I think about it, and I was just talking about it in the last segment about, you know, big contracts and things like that. And I was just talking about not not necessarily loving the nine years behind the judge contract, but you know, it was what it, it we needed to bring them back, and that's what it took. So it is what it is. Uh, and I got some more messages, you know, thinking about, you know, can you, can you, uh, would you? Being a big fan of Judge, if it turns bad like an A-Rod situation, do you kind of feel like your feelings are, or, or, you know, basically ask me how I would view it if it's something like that as a Judge fan? Um, and as I said, I'll just answer that right quick. If it does turn into an ugly situation kind of towards the end where he's just not producing like a $40 million man should, which probably is going to happen as he hits that 37, 38-year-old mark, uh, at the end of the day, the person that I'm going to blame here for it is, again, it, it, it is what it is. It is what took place to get done. That's what we needed to do to bring him back. But the person I put the blame on is Brian Cashman because he could have taken a page out of the Anthopolis playbook here and locked up Judge years ago. And then you avoid that $360 million number. You know, that, look at Anthopolis sign all this good young talent, and they're in pretty darn good contracts. 
and locked up for a good portion of, of their career where they'll enter their prime. And, they, and I think I think Cashman had several opportunities to do that with Judge. They tried it last year to get a more friendlier contract, but he gambled on himself at that point and played it perfectly. Um, you know, but probably lock him up two, three years ago, and you want to be looking at a 360 million number. It is what it is. That's what it took to get him back. So let's take a break here. We'll come back, and we will wrap up the first hour. I'll probably go through some of the high school scores again from this week, just in case you missed it. And then, of course, the 8 o'clock hour, we'll have the confident pick them. Um, things are heating up with that, even though I did not do the point last week. Did not have a moment. So at some point, i got to count up the points for that. So we'll see how that goes uh, and get you ready for hour number two. That's all coming up next here on the Saturday Sports Report. 